This is Indirect Kick. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Indirect Kick Podcast. We are back. We have the king of Europa here. Greg, what's going on? Uh, not much. Just enjoying enjoying the victory. All right. Uh, of course, he had to come back here. He wasn't coming here, but it looked like he wasn't going to fall for a Champions League. He was staying far away from the podcast, but he got his Champions League spot. He got his Europa League tr- trophy, and now he's here. He's here doing a victory lap. Um, I am the sad Ivory hunk, um, and we're, I'm a bitch and moan about Arsenal for a while, so you're going to have to sit there and take that. That's your punishment. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but anyway, um, I'm not going to do too much MLS talk today, you know, because we have um, two European finals to talk about, so uh, I'm going to give a rundown. All right, so Eastern Conference, you got your DC United. They're doing pretty good. Probably should have beat Chicago, kind of got screwed. Um, you got your Atlanta United, they're finally playing really well. And then you got Philly, Philly surprise of the, uh, Philly surprise of the year in MLS right now. Um, they're in, uh, I think tied for first place for DC United. Um, but they're really right there. So that's your Eastern Conference. Western Conference, LAFC is Thanos. They are whooping everybody's ass. They went to Portland. They, they ruined the opening stadium party and then Zlatan, scored a bicycle kick and a loss. That's all you need to know about MLS. That wraps up MLS. I'm sorry to Sounders fans and Montreal Impact fans. I was in Montreal. Went by a stadium. Not cool stadium, but, you know, uh, you know, but we're not going to talk about them. That bicycle kick was class, though. That it was. wasn't a regular bicycle kick. It was. was. I just wanted to be a little shitty and be like, they lost, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Um Go on YouTube and look that up. There's, there you go. That's your homework. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do for quick kicks, I'm not going to talk about like news stories. Oh, uh, oh, I should mention um, the United States under 20s um, beat France in an upset today in the under 20 World Cup. So shout out to them. Shout out to the baby eggs. Um, now, instead of quick kicks talking about news stories or things that are interesting, if you have something you want to talk about, you could jump in. It's fine. But I'm going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to wrap up the European season. So I'm going to go through the top five leagues and we'll talk about what happened in the Cups in the league. All right. Good? Good. All right. So England, Man City wins a domestic treble, treble or a quadruple if you count the Community Shield, which I do not, but apparently Pep Guardiola does. <laughs> um, they won the league on the last day. I believe they beat Brighton 4-1? Yes. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> Um, Brian 4-1, um, and then they whooped Watford's ass in the FA Cup final, 6-0, um, so that's England, the ref of England. Um, Liverpool, still without a Premier League title, but, you know, they won a Champions League, so I don't feel too bad for them. Um, Spain, Barca wins La Liga, but lose 2-1 to Valencia in the Copa del Rey final, so no double, just one title, boohoo, just one title for Barca, cry for them, uh. Bayern Munich in Germany, they do a double. They win uh, the Bundesliga on the last day. Uh, Dortmund was right behind them the whole year, uh, but couldn't quite um, couldn't quite get it done. Uh, they take care of business. I think uh, 
Robin's last game and um, Ribery. Ribery's last game. They both score. Uh, and then they beat RB Leipzig 3 nothing in there in the German Cup, the DKB Pokal. My German is great. Yes. Um, Italy, Juventus, they dominated the league. That was not last day. It was wrapped up pretty quickly. Uh, but Atalantia um, uh, wins, uh, loses to Lazio in the Itali- Coppa Italia, but qualify for the Champions League for the first time in their 111-year history. France, we kind of talked about this. We'll just do a PSG win the league. Again, that was pretty much a wrapped up like before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but they lose to Ren in the by PK and Neymar punched somebody in the face. Um, also, well, we won't get into that. Yeah, but. let's not. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, that that's the European Major League, and then IX won the Dutch League, which isn't surprising, and they won the Dutch Cup. So that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wraps up Europe. Now we can get into. Uh, we can fight with each other. We could talk okay. about the Europa League. Uh, Baku, uh, Azerbaijan. Uh, we don't want smoke with the Azerbaijan government apparently, so we're gonna like really praise them. Um, so cool little background, um, the, uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan was not able to make the trip to play with Arsenal. It wouldn't have mattered anyway, but, um, but, uh, he is our, our mean, he's Armenian, uh, Azerbaijan and Arme- I don't know. I don't know anything about Azerbaijan or Armenian politics. I'm just going to give you what I know. They have beef with each other for some reason. I don't know exactly why, like I'm uninformed, so please don't come after me, but, um, they don't like each other. And um, it wasn't so much that um, that the that Baku or the people who were running the Europa League said that he couldn't come. It was more that they couldn't guarantee his safety. Um, so it was a little controversy. Um, he ended up not going. Uh, there were people wearing, like, Mkhitaryan jerseys on the streets who were getting harassed by the police. So the whole thing. Um, and then uh, Chelsea lost. Uh, Ruben lost his sheep because they're dumb, and they played a friendly in New England. And he, what did he tear? He's Achilles. He's Achilles. That is a horrible. Yeah. Game. Well, luckily it didn't matter for you, but yeah, it was a really stupid decision. I don't know why they couldn't. I'm sure the New England Revolution would have gladly rescheduled that game. Sorry, sorry, patience has been tested. <laughs> has been thoroughly tested this season. Well, sorry, the day before the game, like what had through a fit and. Um, he threw a fit and he like threw his hat and everything and you know it looked like you know Chelsea were falling apart but it turns out that um, Mauricio Sarri is just Italian and that's just like a normal thing that's just well, how, well, how Italians he, express he, he themselves. Wanted, he, it's it's sort of like a superstition like you need to do fifteen minutes of spot kicks like at for before the game and they said they reserved the f- last fifteen minutes for press and he was just so like furious he was like you know we don't need press time right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And so he just lost it. And then there was a there was a soccer match, I think, in the stadium, right? Yeah. They played. So um all right, well I mean you're the you're the victor. What what are your you could all go ahead and give me your, your thoughts. Well, I was surprised. Um you know, it didn't it didn't start off very comfortable because I mean like Arsenal um out of the gate um had some good moments. Um but you know, I think I don't know exactly what happened, but I mean the resolve just kind of because like faded by the end of the first half. Okay, for those of you who are frequent listeners to this podcast, I want to use a phrase that you probably heard me describe Arsenal. The second half of this game 
was absolutely gutless. I don't know what the gutless tally is, but it was this last couple of months have been absolutely watching this team play. They have just put they have just not played with any urgency or looked like a team that deserves to be there. They didn't deserve to be in the Champions League. Uh, I was just hoping that way they would look into it. I mean, Chelsea and Spurs kind of did do that. Um, but, um, yeah, it was just typical Arsenal performance. You know, first half was encouraging, but I was worried because we had opportunities. Of course, Obama being the biggest one where he really should at least put that on net, um, but hits a wide. But, you know, I was thought, oh, it's going to bite us in the ass. You know, I think Chelsea's going to get a late winner. It'll probably be like Giroud, and Giroud did end up scoring. But Yes. But um, I don't... I don't know, maybe just because I'm fucking stupid, but I, I didn't think that. I thought it was going to be like, oh, we're going to get like in the 80th minute, like Drew's going to score a header off like a corner. I didn't think that Drew was going to score, and then like we're completely fall apart. I I I don't know. I tricked myself into, I don't know. I tricked myself into believing that this team would do something positive, that they would like, I don't know. I felt really good coming into the game, and that was my mistake because, um, yeah, I just feel like Chelsea were falling apart. Uh, talking about Sarri's going to Juventus. Uh, they lose their lost Lopez cheek in a friendly. You know, it just seemed like even in the training, you know, Insta- you know, yeah. Instagram is fake. Instagram is lies. No, <laughs> like, no, man, Hudson Adoy. No, yeah, right. And, and you know, the Instagram. You know, you look on their Instagram story of the training. Everybody's happening. It's like they look loose. They look. They didn't look like a team that was needed to win this game to get into the Champions League, that it was going to affect their transfer budget with the money coming in. You know, you would think Chelsea's the team that was, like, was desperate. But, yeah, I, they played decently. You know, I think both teams had chances. It was pretty even. Um, you know, it was really putting anything on net, so it wasn't, like, super, but it was like, okay, you know, you're you're moving the ball forward. You're getting in the box. You're, it's encouraging. And, yeah, once, you know, Chelsea... Just uh, once Chelsea scored, it, it the floodgates opened. You know, uh, shout out to Alex Iwobi. He's the best player. He yeah. only played for like twenty minutes, but he was the best player on the pitch <laughs> the whole time. Uh, the Ozil era in Arsenal is over. It's done. He's canceled. He's finished. Yes, get rid of him. Buy him out. Just give him whatever money he wants. It's not working. And I'm not even yeah. somebody who doesn't like him. I think he could put in good performances, but it's not working with him and Emery. And no. Emery's, they're not firing Emery after one year. We're not Chelsea. We don't do that. <laughs> so we, we kept finger on way longer than we should have. Emery stayed for at least two, three more years. So he's got to go. It's over. They're paying way too much money for the performances he's putting in. So figure that out. Um, we need a whole back line, uh, especially because Shelny's leaving. They're all going to Italy. I don't know why all these players are going to Italy, but they're all going to Italy. Uh, Mustafi's probably gone. Um, let's start our announcement on Instagram that he's gone. So that's three defenders right there. You know, he didn't have a good second half, but Maitland Niles is quality still. Yeah, he's he he is um he's young and he can he's definitely got a lot of talent. I like Maitland. He has Maitland. a lot of potential. And he stepped into a shitty spot because he had to like uh you know, our fullbacks are all like hurt. Yeah, so he right. Had, so he came into like a tough situation. Um but yeah, but I, there's talk of selling Bellerin, which is fucking stupid. Don't do that. Um keep him. He's like He's definitely pans down our best defender when he's healthy. Um, but, yeah, we we need – you know, the thing is – actually, I'm going to take it back. The thing is about, the, you know, not capitalizing your opportunities. I think in sports, when Chelsea is the more talented team, I think you could say, like, if you put a best 11, 
I think the only spots where I would really think like uh, combine best eleven would be up top. I think uh, Aubameyang and Lacazette are better than the strikers that Chelsea have. But besides that, pretty much everyone else on the pitch, I would put a Chelsea player in. Um, so I think that's why I was talking about it's gonna bite you in the ass because you Chelsea are the better team or they on paper, you know, and you can't just leave the, you can't leave it on the table. You if you gotta uh, step on their necks to say. You know, and so that's why I was a little, I was really dis- discouraged going into the halftime thinking, okay, we're going to like mess this up somehow, which we did, but just in a worse way than I thought. Um, but yeah, because everywhere we need, going back to the list of things that we need, probably need, we need, uh, probably going to need an Ozo replacement, probably going to need a Ramsey replacement. That's like seven like positions I named right there. And we have a $40 million or, it's probably pound, probably a million pound budget. We could like, I'm not. I maybe we can get you. You can you give us a solid <laughs> sure. <third laughs> yeah, sure. I yeah. Um. So it's not rough, you know. I think uh, you know everyone's saying that the you know we had a Champions League budget and we had a Europa League budget. Um, Champions League budget would have been significantly more. So. It's not. It's not great. Um, I don't. I don't recommend being an Arsenal fan. It's not. It's not yeah. good for your health. I mean, you know what? It, it was a decisive victory, and obviously Hazard was a star. Um, I, you know, in all honesty, I'm relishing it while I can. I'm just being honest about it. Like, okay, it's just going to be a transition because okay, you're gonna not going to have Hazard. You're not going to have Marcus Alonso. You're not gonna. Um, I mean, we have no. We can't really buy anybody. We have a very solid. I mean, it's questionable whether William will stay too. Um, so there's just the squad's going to change. H- losing Hazard is like a huge deal. So I don't, you know, I'm I'm enjoying it while I can. It was his last game, and he had extra incentive. He just wanted to go out on a high note, and you could tell by the way he played. Like his assists were awesome. His just every everything about him. I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him, man. <laughs> yeah, it's totally understandable. Um, but you do have uh the American Hazard, um, Christian Pulisic coming in. I can't call him. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh, that's really lucky business, though. That you got. Yeah, that is. You got him in before the transfer ban. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I I look forward to that, but I don't think that's gonna be out of the gate instant success. The only thing about Chelsea, though, is that the fans. Or like the the, you know, just in general, they just like they can't tolerate any failure. <laughs> so it's gonna be like they're gonna expect a lot of things from him, and it's like he. I think he needs like a season to like you know get break in uh-huh. before he really can do some damage. Yeah, yeah. But Chelsea's not the kind of team where they're gonna let you have much time. Well, the to... Premier League is not a league where, especially if it's not it's not. Uh... It's not. It's not for for Americans. It's very hard to break into the the Premier League. Yes. Yeah. Uh, especially at a club like Chelsea. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting transition. But you know he's been doing it in Germany for a while. You know when he's mm-hmm. you know I think his biggest problem is that he's just uh, he's hurt a lot. So if he can stay healthy, I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah, I I, I agree. So uh... and he's gonna get his chance to prove himself. I mean, he, there's he's not really have, if Hazard's gone, if William's gone, you know. Who's really going to be there to compete with them to really, you know, not the big exact play the exact same position, but like, well, he, they're going to probably rely on him for, for something. 
And, you know, if, if Sari leaves the team, then uh, I don't even know how Jorginho is going to fit. You know, uh, it's going to be interesting. He's going back to Germany with, <laughs> I'm not Germany, sorry, Italy with, with Sari. That's like, I guess going to happen. Yeah. Just because, you know, he, he's there as the Regista guy. He's there to, but it's, uh, we're, we're just going to have to see. Um, but I will take this victory. I was, I was very, I was very happy to, to see them play with resolve. You know, I, I was surprised. I mean, um, wait, 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 you'll take, you'll take a Champions League spot and a Europa League trophy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no. So I'm not gloating about the Champions League spot because I have no idea what happened. That was so bizarre. Chelsea did not deserve that spot. I mean, nobody did. Nobody. I mean, you shouldn't go like you were the you were the best of the worst. The best of the worst. Because, <laughs> oh man, all it was like a bottle. Just end of the season. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, no one wanted that spot. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's it, yeah. It, it was. It, it was crazy. This. Yeah, I. I yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Just you know, kind of. Um, I don't know how how were you feel. I just know as an Arsenal fan, just like as I was talking about, like we just like, hey, you know, you all you have to do is we just beat Everton, and like you're probably gonna be in a Champions League. But that's all you gotta do. It's like, nope, we're gonna lose like three nothing to like yeah Crystal Palace. No, I mean, I was, I mean, I was in the, I was sure we weren't gonna get one. I mean, we lost a, a Burnley. I forget. <laughs> just, just like easily, like we need at least a point from. And Manchester United was good until they weren't. And then they imploded. We were just really lucky. Chelsea Chelsea is gonna have a hard time in Champions League next year. Yeah, but I mean I think you'll I think the, the ownership and the board will be happy with the Champions League money though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. That that's a big thing. What's going are you guys getting a new stadium or what's happening with that? That's officially cancelled or um, that's a good question. I, my finger is not on the pulse. Cause I know because of, um, what's it? Um, I know they were like, um, they pushed it back or something like that, but I haven't heard anything about it, but I'm so, that's, that's a team I'm shocked. is not like trying to get a new state. I'm surprised like Arsenal and Spurs got a new stadium first in West Ham. This feels like something that Chelsea would do. Yeah. I mean, Stamford Bridge is special. Yeah. I mean, so is Ibrary. <laughs> so yeah, is Lair Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So I don't know. I don't. Uh, we'll we'll have to see. But at least they're gonna save some money. Like they can't buy anybody. So yeah, that's true. You know, maybe this could work in their advantage. Maybe in like a couple of years, this will really pay off. This is also the time when you have a transfer ban where you want consistency. I know you don't understand what that word means as a Chelsea fan. No, I. But you want stability and you want consistency. Um, I I don't think you want to hire a new manager, especially if they're talking about. It. Frank Lampard, like Frank Lampard, like no, no he, has, he been, has done a great job with Derby, but like, I don't know, is he he needs more ready for experience. a top Premier League team yet? Like no. you know, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would you gotta give at least sorry one more year, and at least while the transfer ban's going on, because the transfer ban is two is two periods, right? It's not two years, right? It's two transfer periods. The tides have changed. It's no longer about Chelsea giving Sarri a chance. I think Sarri is like almost done. He Oh, you think he doesn't want to be here? I think there. He, he wants to go back to Juventus. Um, he want, well, back to Italy. Well, to, to Italy. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, obviously Napoli fans would be very mad if he goes to Juventus. They uh-huh. feel betrayed. But he would. He wants to go back to Italy. He is 
he has not been happy how he's been treated this year. Like the fans, the fans are, are just completely um, ungrateful for anything he's done. He's gotten so much crap this entire year. He's had so many fits, even from his own players, you know, they're just prima donnas, so many problems. I, I don't think he wants to stay. That's, Unfortunately, I want him to stay. And Chelsea wants him to stay too. You know, once they have their little result, they're like, oh, well, thanks. You know, I'm sorry for everything we said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but thank you. But I don't think Sarri's having it. I think he's going to leave. Oh, okay. Well, that changes my thinking. I didn't, real- I didn't realize that. I thought it was more just Chelsea who wanted to force him out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, do you want Unai Emery? He's, he's <laughs> a manager. He's okay. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know who, who could, who, it's, it's weird, because there isn't even a short list, people say Super Frank, but that's not even an option, like, that, that's, if they do that, that's really ballsy, like, I don't see how they can put all the risk on someone with that little experience, so I don't even know who's be a short list for taking the job on right now, yeah, it's gonna be, I mean, Mourinho is always available. I Although mean, he should stay on TV. He's a really good analyst. Yeah, maybe they put it. They, they should do like a contract with him for like two years only. Yeah. Don't <laughs> let the third year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, have you seen any of the stuff on BN Sports? Him and Wenger. They're yeah. Really, they're really good. Yeah. Um, it is. I actually like him as a. I actually don't hate him. He's a. He's very charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of like the the the. The his competitive side is too strong. So when he's actually working for a team, mm-hmm. he just you know has that douchey side to him. Yeah. But I've always liked him. You know, he's just so he has no reason to harass anybody. He's just being just being himself now. Yeah. Um, Wenger and um, and Mourinho did uh, the um, they did the Champions League coverage for BN like together. It's like the first time that they had been on TV together, and they actually seemed to get along. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of nice. Um, I think that wraps up uh, the, your little victory lap, right? You're good. I mean, I'm I'm good, <laughs> but I mean, I can't believe that. Uh, honestly, too, like the, the Europe, we barely made it to the final. Even by the way, like Frankfurt almost took us out. Yeah. So, and we won PKs the round before, you know. So I'm happy, but I was like, I was expecting the worst. So, hey, I'll take it. Victory yeah. lap. All right. Well, next we're going to talk about the Champions League. We got our resident Spurs fan coming on. So, see you in a minute. All right. We're back. Um, and we have to talk about, of course, the Champions League final. Um, and we had to bring in our resident Spurs fan, the cock of the walk, uh, Totten Sad, King Wizard. Um, Juan Pablo, what's going on, man? I mean, disappointed, yeah. to say the least. Did you did, um, did you come up with <laughs> Did you come up with the Totten Sad name in the group, or was that Juan Diego? No, that was me. That okay, was, was, it's a good one. Like, Either way, whoever like whoever it was, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we, let's. Why are you Totten Sad? We should probably give the people tell the people that. So, uh, Champions League final in Madrid. Um, Liverpool win two nothing. Uh, they get a penalty in like the second minute uh, off. Uh, mm, thirty seconds in. Thirty seconds in. 
Uh, I think the goal was actually scored like two minutes in. But yeah, yeah, 30 seconds in. Um, Sissoko off Sissoko's shoulder. I think it was Andy Robert- Robertson who like kicked it and hit it off his under his arm. Got caught with an arm and an arm bar. And, <laughs> that's our <laughs> MMA podcast. We're gonna start. Um, yes, a handball. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, from there, just uh, Liverpool controls the game. They get a late goal. Um, yeah, I mean, go um, go ahead and take us through your thoughts. You're the you're the Spurs fan. Take us through your emotions. Um, okay. I first off, I have to say I think I'm less I'm less pissed at the fact that they won two zero than if they would have won one to zero. Do I ultimately think that that was a handball from one of the like nine angles they showed? Yes, it ultimately probably looked like a handball. Um, but overall, I thought uh, I was just really disappointed. Um, I thought for at least maybe towards the middle of the second half, I feel like Tottenham finally gained better control of the game. I thought overall that they did have the stronger possession. They moved the ball around well. They played extremely wide for whatever reason, which kind of was a little... I mean, it was just so so wide. Um, just getting never really getting through the defense at all. Um, but then again, I have to give it to Liverpool for playing super well and for having such great defense. Um, I mean, they are... On a league team, they are very, very good. Again, better that it is 2-0 than 1-0. Um, I think it would have been just more disappointing if it wasn't. Uh, I am disappointed with how Harry Kane played. Yeah, I think he only had like a few good possessions out of a whole game. I mean, obviously, he's coming off an injury. Um, I would have put in Mora earlier into the game. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not really... Given the scope of the Champions League, I don't think it was really all that exciting of a game I mean it was pretty much Liverpool scored that penalty and then they played so defensively they knew what they were doing they were going to win a championship at whatever cost and so that's that's really what happened um and then we just didn't rise up to the occasion and even though we had a good 30% more of the possession probably a really good shot there at the end of the game because that would uh, tie it up right before that second goal and I think they just kind of collapsed at the end there I think that they fell to the pressure of the counterattack that Liverpool had, and um, and yeah, that was that. So they uh, deservedly so won, and I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Greg. Well, you know, interestingly enough, Pochettino said that putting Harry Kane in the game it was like a very analytical decision. People gave him a lot of crap for obviously Harry Kane didn't perform well. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. Go ahead and finish the quote, but I don't believe that it was analytical. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't believe it either. I think uh, obviously you always want Harry Kane in the game, but it was not a good idea in hindsight. You know, I he he just wasn't match fit. Harry Kane was saying he was match fit, but all, none of us believed it. <laughs> we we all knew. Uh, you know, I, I mean, to be fair, I guess on the other end, like Firmino was like, "Hey, I'm match fit," and equally um, lackluster in the game. Uh, I I think that um, Ponch should have put. Um... Put, should have taken, put him in Harry Kane. They should have switched roles with Lucas Mora. I think mm-hmm. that Lucas Mora should have started the game, um, considering what he did to get them to the final. And just though he's pretty much played for them for what like two, three months now in that in in that role as uh, like the main striker. So, um, and you know Harry Kane should have came off of the super sub, and you know if they were in the same situation, 
and it, you know maybe he could have given them a spark, but that to have him go the full ninety, I think was a huge mistake. I, I, I think it's it's I think in like any sport it would like uh, just him how long he was out and just to expect him to kind of like be the player that he was, and you have to give him time to get get ma- like you said get match fit and mm-hmm. yeah I I, I also put a huge bet on Harry Kane because I did daily fantasy and I switched him out. I put in, I, I switched him out for Mane who didn't do anything in the game either. So mm-hmm. it really wouldn't matter. I wouldn't have wanted him any either way. But I also did the same thing where, I don't know, I just, I kind of assumed Harry Kane was going to like get a late winner. But in terms of like the game as a whole, um, yeah, I think the worst thing that happened if you're a casual fan was Liverpool scoring that early and scoring that early off of a penalty. Like them kind of getting not lucky in the sense that it wasn't deserved, um, I, uh, but they kind of just like lucked into like a goal thirty minutes in and uh, thirty seconds in, and then you know this is not the Liverpool of last year. They'll be pragmatic. They're not gonna. They're not afraid to choke the game and make it unwatchable, and that's what they did. Well, I'm, and I agree with you on Pablo. I'm, I'm actually glad Liverpool scored another goal. Well, obviously, I'm biased, but mm-hmm. but I'm also gl- I'm glad that it, that we don't have we have. Just because something happened, and also just so we don't have it's, it, would it would have left a sour taste in me as technically a neutral fan, even though I'm not really neutral. It would have left a sour taste in my mouth to see like that won the Champions League. I, I'm glad that there was at least another something that I could say um, to for the game to like kind of seal it. Yeah, well, you know, very interestingly enough, I think Liverpool got lucky uh, uh, because even if they didn't score that first penalty, they were going to play this way. It was evident in the way because they had specific tactics. You know, they played Benfica's B team before, and they they said they worked specifically on uh, like tactics against Tottenham, and uh, they were very reluctant to like res- receive direct pressure. They didn't want slow build up uh, midfield play. You saw them oddly enough. Liverpool does like the counterattack, but they were going for a lot of the long balls. Uh, going, they're trying to skip the midfield altogether just because they didn't want to open up. They wanted to keep a very long defensive strong end and then um, make the the attack run up the flanks and get some kind of counterattack long ball. It's very interesting. Uh, so they got really lucky. That penalty literally just played right into their hands. And, uh, you know, it was really hard. Uh, you know, it was a really hard game for Tottenham to play. Uh, once it got to that point, because I, I mean, Liverpool's defense is really matured, and they, uh, you know, it really showed in this game. And I think it also it also plays into uh, into Liverpool's favor that these two teams really do know each other so well. Um, if you if you really look at the at the Champions League throughout the whole year, um, for for Tottenham's perspective, it was super exciting to watch, and obviously getting to the final was amazing. But a lot of those uh, late minute goals, those those uh, those lucky calls, you know, the VAR calls and everything, um, that plays into them too, and, and that luck, and I think that sort of mentality and, and 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 those events, I think, weighs in on the players too. And then again, not having Harry Kane. 100% ready, and then not playing more was a huge mistake because he did score all those goals right in that last game, and I think him and, and Son were really the, the key pieces to winning that game. Um, I think it's Son's speed, and you can see that he broke down a couple of the defenders um, in one or two sprints, that one where he had that straightaway when the when I think it was Bertongan who kicked it down the field, and then he, um, he just messed up because he tried to uh, cut with his right foot and, and, and kind of lost the ball there. Um, 
I, I thought he was the key to winning that game. Um, and, and I was really, really uh, disappointed with Ali and with, uh, with Erickson just taking sloppy shots, sloppy passes, um, and, and really a lot of lost possessions were to just kicking the ball out of bounds. Um, they looked nervous and they looked like Liverpool was doing what they were doing best. Liverpool knows the team, knows Tottenham so well, and ultimately they, um, they played that game, that strong defensive game. And like you said, got the ball downfield to their players, um, you know, a very fast wing. So I, I definitely say that even though Tottenham probably played better for a lot of the game, I think they didn't play as smart as Liverpool and they just didn't capitalize on anything. Yeah, I mean, and I think Liverpool, um, a lot of times, like, even when, especially in the first half when Tottenham got, like, even near the box, there were just so many bodies in the in the, in the Liverpool box, you know. Son tried his best. He was, like, dribbling all around, and it just, he just would just bump into, uh, like, uh, Van Dyke or, or you know, Robinson, who, Robertson, and, you know, it, it just seemed like no matter what they did, even if they were kind of, getting into the game, like, it, they're just, of course, Liverpool was so committed to not giving up a goal that they just, um, there was just bodies everywhere. There was no, there's no way to, to get good opportunities. And, you know, until really like the beginning, middle of the second half. Right. Yeah. There was a couple of those set pieces and then those, uh, those shots kind of in the, in the box that almost went in and went over just the bar. Uh, yeah, like it was, uh, it was just kind of hard to watch some of that play. It was just, like I said, sloppy. And I think that that really frustrated me the most because um, Liverpool just did exactly what they needed to do. They were going to win no matter what. It didn't have to be anything flashy. It didn't have to be anything that was revolutionary. Um, can I make a metaphor? I know you might not like this because I'm not trying to pile on, but this final reminded me of. Um, Remember how good of games that the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship were, or at least in terms of like um, excitement, like or just like um, crazy moments or things that we remember. And I just kind of feel like, and the Super Bowl was like terrible. That's how I felt about this final, where it was like, you know, the semifinals getting there. You had these two amazing comebacks. You had these one team has never been there before, and you have you know all this crazy stuff happening, and the final is just a complete dud. Imagine Dragons sucked. Um, I don't know if we're oh Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I muted it when they came Bring back Dua Lipa. She was way better than Imagine Dragons. Um, yeah, but it, it um, I got to feel bad. I mean, I got to feel bad if you're like a casual fan who just like, you know, was just watching the game just because like everyone was talking about it. And, you know, it was the one soccer game. He was like, you did not get a good display of European football. On, on Saturday, I mean, I mean, it was like it was lackluster, but it wasn't that bad. I guess it's just a Champions League. You want it to be a banger. But. I think I, I also think you have like two uh, high expectations because you're two two teams that know each other that have played each other. You know, there's a rivalry there, and plus there are two teams that play both play exciting style. They both play pretty up tempo. Want to want to move the ball, or usually do. Liverpool did not want to do that in this game. No, so, I so. I expected kind of fireworks, and then it just – I think it wasn't just the fact that, like, oh, it was, like, not a, that great of a game. I think it's, like, I had a high expectation for these two teams. I thought they were going to put on a really good show. Well, I knew Liverpool wasn't going to do that, and I think the precedent really was uh, – even though it was an exciting game they had with Barca, it was, like, after – like, li- li- like defensively, 
like the the, the defense was the star of that game. Like because literally all Bars had to do is score one time, you know, and uh, it's that's it, that's like such a huge psychological hurdle. You think you know, so you have to be confident. You just put out Barca, and uh, you're going into the final. So there's there's a lot of like psychological things too. Because I mean, Tottenham hasn't been there. They haven't done the dance. This well, is a huge. Also psychologically, I mean, this is Klopp's third Champions League final. Yeah, exactly. And he hasn't won one. Whether he lost like six cup finals in a row or something like that. So like him mentally, he's like, uh, I just feel he's like, just I don't care about looking good. Just make sure. Just <laughs> yeah, get it done right. Somehow, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else you wanna wanna lament, uh, Juan Pablo? Um, other than the fact that you are throwing salt on the wound, um, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, uh, just throw that out there. He is the MVP. Um, <laughs> um I, again, it was, it was disappointing. Um, I, like, uh, like Kurt said, I don't think, I don't think it was lackluster. I mean, there were some exciting moments, but certainly I think the goal was great. Liverpool's goal, not the penalty. Um, that was a great goal. Um, yeah, it was just, you you wish it would have been better because it was such a high high stake and high stage. Um, I think the biggest frustration with Pochettino as a manager is that he still has not won some kind of major trophy. Right, um, that's he's it. a bad manager, and, and 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 it is frustrating. And I think we as a team really need to need to reevaluate not him as a manager, but rather how we're going to build from the off season probably get some new pieces and trades, use some of that transfer budget to really um, to really move forward and capitalize on the talent that we really that we do have. Some of those young players. I mean, um, we do really have some great young players in, in in so many different pieces around the field and and sometimes you just need that extra piece. I think I think in terms of attacking coming off the bench, I think Mora should have played more. But um, I don't think you're other than Mora, I don't think the other striker you should have is Llorente. Like, I, I just don't. Uh, he is past his prime, and, and we need someone who can effectively, if someone gets injured or, or or to come off the bench to score, I don't think it should be Llorente. So, disappointing. Regroup and definitely think about spending some of that money to to just overall fortify that team. Because I, I do think we're not just a fourth place team. I think we definitely overall had a better season than, than Chelsea. Um, against United had that great spurt for a little bit, but we should be more in contention at least getting third place and even winning more games to where it's not that huge gap between City and Liverpool. Yeah, I think it's interesting uh, if, you know, Pochettino doesn't end up I think he's gonna. They're gonna end up winning some sort. They, you're gonna. I still see a Carabao Cup in your future at some point, right? It's gotta be something, right? Well, but if he doesn't win a trophy, it, but this is it's weird because it's like this is probably the most successful, at least in like the modern era, or at least the most relevant that Spurs has been. But it hasn't really had the. It's had results. It's had a good, had very good seasons under him. But it's also like you haven't had like the. The real validation of winning a trophy—it's it's very very interesting how we look back at his if you know if he's only there for a few more seasons how we look back at how we look at how his Spurs career because he's probably one of the best managers you guys ever had, um, but just without the actual like silverware. 
Yeah, and that's definitely true. You know, I, I I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think he just doesn't he doesn't quite get to winning those those trophies. And he's definitely done a lot with a little. And it's just considering how much Spurs like to spend, which is nothing. They literally yeah. didn't spend anything this year. So, um, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting going forward. Um, I know you said you had to go, so if you, um, we uh, that, that pretty much wraps it up. Well, yeah. Oh, so Greg, hold on. Greg has – you want to put some salt in the wound, Greg? No, just <laughs> just wa- um, just wanted to reaffirm that um, we're the only team in London with a European Cup. That's all. <laughs> Okay, you can hang up now. You can hang up now. I'm sure you'll you'll thrive with that transition. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for coming on. Uh, You know, if it wasn't Spurs, I would feel bad for you. You're a cool guy. I like you, but you're a Spurs fan, so I don't don't feel too bad for you. But, um, you know, at least you're not Arsenal fan. We're not doing great either. The three of us get along pretty well, given who we root for. Yeah, it's funny because we should all hate each other. It's completely. funny Brian and Juan Diego always fight in their group chat, but you know they they don't even Brian doesn't even like a European team. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, no, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, I mean, of course, next season's gonna be exciting, and um, and Brandon, enjoy the hell and the. Um, the kind of spot you're stuck in the Europa League. It must be great. Oh uh, yeah, we're a forever Europa League team. <laughs> um, don't worry about. It. Well, I I I embrace hell. <laughs> <laughs> Limbo is great. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, all right, man. Thanks for coming on. Yep, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, have a great night. All right, you too, you too man. Bye. All right. All right. That'll um wrap it up. Um. So uh, we're on all the things. We're on the things that you get podcasts, the Apple, the Google, the Spotify. You got a SoundCloud? Yes, I do have a SoundCloud, Grisha P Music. And um, I am coming out with an album. It's going to be released in about a month. I'll have a concrete date very soon. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can't follow us on Instagram because, like, we were taken down. Uh, and... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So just look at Facebook and uh, we'll see you. Later. Bye.